tap it in. Just tap it in. Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap, tap a room. All right, here we are, fresh off another win. Uh, whoa, 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 You forgot the saying, man. Come on. <laughs> we cashed. I cashed multiple tickets. All right, let's go. Cash that fucking ticket, baby. Woo-hoo! What a way to end the year. Oh, that was good. I needed that. I completely, you know, t- Tuesday threw me off. Um, no really event this week kind of threw me off. So that was a good, good reminder there. But, you know, we all needed to hear it. So that's great. Oh my God, man. I watched way too much of that tour championship on Thursday to uh, Saturday. And it was rewarding on Sunday. Holy shit. I live bet Rory after the triple at 25 to one. I don't even think that was a good number, but I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm getting them at double the odds. So I'm just going to bet it. Pretty sure it was a bad bet, but I did it at the time. And then I also bet him at 50 to one after round two when he was down nine. Oh, and I'd already pounded him in this with, with the strokes and without the strokes. I had a top five on him. What a way to end the season. It was great. And I it's funny. I even said before on the show, I was like, I feel like it's PJ tour is so scripted sometimes. Like wouldn't it just be the perfect ending for them to have Rory win the tour championship. They wanted it so bad. It happened. Um, not that they would, would have minded if Scotty won it, but Rory's just a guy who's been fighting this fucking battle the whole time. So to get to have yeah. him win it, um, we were on it three out of the last seven weeks. And, you know, even those weeks in between, we had like a couple top fives, like I wasn't really losing any money. So it's like seven weeks in a row. We're just really winning now. Um, yeah. And I had Tom Kim. So I was, I was four to the last seven. Jesus. Yeah. So we ended hot. You know, it's funny all year long. We were saying like, just be patient, man. It'll come. And even, you know, at, there at times, I'm sure even we doubted it ourselves, but in a long oh, we, run, it was dark. It was dark for like 12 weeks. We were like, what the fuck, man? This is just pathetic it was like second place finish after second place finish if you look at that sheet but both times that we kind of broke through were after a run of second place finishes you know the first time we had like four second places in a row before we hit jt at the pga and then we also had another time recently where we had four three or four in a row when we hit zalatoris and then you know one two out of three there so yeah i mean at one point we're down a lot i mean that's one thing about golf betting like yeah and you got to be able to withstand 12 weeks of losing in a row. Uh, yeah, you have to. So save your money now because this is going to be a dry spell. Like there always is. And I was thinking about writing something like just a guide to betting golf, you know, including how many weeks you should have in your bankroll and just kind of things that we've talked about all along. But so many people like to ask about it. And then we have so many new listeners and new followers too, that I feel like having one of those on hand ready to go might be, might be uh, useful for some people. So, um, what, you watched Sunday, right? You didn't watch but many of the other days. I only watched Sunday. I was in a bachelor party all weekend, so I couldn't really watch. Um, my dad texts me after he makes a triple on the first or whatever the fuck it was, and goes, um, "He's over. This is over. Roy's Roy's toast." And I was like, "What are you talking about? This seventy holes left. He's not over at all." And he goes, "What are you fucking crazy?" And I was like, no, I mean, I didn't think he was going to win, but I mean, obviously there's a lot of golf to be played, but I wasn't really watching the leaderboard all that closely until, I mean, even start Sunday was six back and bogeyed one. Yeah, that was uh that was a rough bogey, but uh, he was, he was great on Sunday. He was actually great. Thursday was the most bizarre round I've ever seen him play. I mean, he made eight birdies and an Eagle, 
and shot only three under. He made made that triple and four or five other bogeys. And then he was just rock solid from uh, from Friday on. And he was like that Saturday round was great. And then it had like it had like that feel that Rom had in the BMW where like he would like the triple was kind of like the um, the ball mark thing where it kind of like took him out, but you knew he was going to make a run. Yep. And that's why I kind of live bet him a few times. But then like, so I, I was really positive the rest of the week until Scotty Scheffler got that break and uh, with the with the delay. And then he came on birdied for the last six holes on Saturday or the third round Sunday morning. And I, I was just dejected. I was like, this, there's no way he's going to win. But it was big for him to get into the final group on uh in the final round that was huge i don't i don't know if he wins if he doesn't get in that final group i agree and that probably had a lot to do with like i've always said this about scotty and i don't mean to make this a anything negative about scotty because whatever he had a great season and he you know almost won this thing too but like even though when he won those majors he didn't really have to stare down any fucking big guns when he won the masters right when he won the match play you know he, he, he did beat dj and i think in the um did he beat dj in the semis no he beat somebody else um but it just seems like he's always in position to where he didn't have to like really, oh, he beat really. DJ. He beat DJ in the semis, but that doesn't, whatever. Right. But I mean, I, he's even during his hot run, he like, he was never in a position where he had to really, really, really stress hard about, about something like. Being Maybe across, he can't lay in a playoff. Yep. Yeah, that's true. Um, but being across from Rory final group, 18 million on the line just felt like a little bigger. Yeah. Yeah. Man. How about Crowd that? How about that putt? Oh, that was that awesome. Putt on 15. <laughs> I knew he was winning at that point. You know what? Even going into Sunday, I don't think it was that bad of a spot, even when he was down six, because there's just no one else to pass. No, I knew it was doable. I just didn't like, I was I just wanted him to be four back. Like, it, I don't know. It's just six is tough. And Scotty wasn't, Scotty wasn't doing what he did on Sunday, but it is, it's tough to hold a lead. It's tough to hold a lead on the PGA tour. Um, it's tough to play with a lead. I mean, all the pressures on you. He played with the lead the entire tournament. And it wears on you for sure. Um, but I, it was very big to, for Rory to get into that final group. If he was in that second to last group, um, I don't think he wins. So thank you to thank you to Xander. Yeah, Xander can you know always make pars when you need him to. But <laughs> we talked a little bit about this last night. Um, does this win matter for his legacy or does it just only majors? I think it matters for his legacy, but I don't think it's like that big. Like only it only matters because of the what's going on with Liv. Like I don't think like a well, I, I mean third FedEx Cup. I think if, if Liv wasn't there, I don't think it would matter. Yeah. Like I would like I guess the question is you think Rory is happy with the season? Uh, he'll probably tell you yes, but he shouldn't be. <laughs> He's kind of like Aaron Rodgers, man. Yeah, he is. Yes, just the most talented guy out there, and just when he gets into the big spot, I guess this was a big spot, but it wasn't like there's four there's four big spots. Yeah, and he knows every it. year, and he knows it, and he's just, I mean, they they both like what Rogers hasn't won since 2010, and Rory hasn't won since 2014. They they're kind of very similar. Yeah, and one thing I think that might be overlooked is like history. I think is going to look kinder upon these FedEx Cup champions than we do right now because we're looking at golf history where, you know, up until 2013, there was no FedEx cup, but 20 years from now, I'm like, Oh, Rory won three FedEx cups. And if that goes on for that amount of time, it's going to yeah. seem like a bigger feat than it seems like to us right now. 
He's probably going to win like five or six of them, though, right? Yeah, probably. And no one's won more than two. Yeah. No one's what won more they... than one. No, Tiger's won two. Tiger's won two. But besides Tiger. Um, no, one, no one else has won two. Yeah, I guess I automatically exclude Tiger from every record. Uh, but, yeah, so, I mean, yeah, I still think it, it matters. It definitely is something. It's like, you know, it's a, still a bigger win than Riviera or something like that. Um, you think? Well, because you won 18 million. Well, yeah, but... But that creates pressure. Like, yeah. And you have to get there. I mean, that's obviously part of it, too, which obviously he's going to get there, but... Do you think when he says the money doesn't matter when he's playing... Like the FedEx, you think he's, you think that's really true? Yeah, I think he probably doesn't care all that much. He does. I know he's probably the richest professional golfer. Uh, current. How about when Scotty says it? You think? You think? No, I think it matters. Shit. Yeah, definitely matters. Yeah, Fuck definitely. Matters. Rory's the only guy who I kind of believe. Like, obviously, he still wants to win it, and he still thinks about it. Like, he, definitely, when he gets home at night, he's like, "Oh fuck yeah, dude! I'm gonna do some cool shit with this money." Yeah. Um. Everyone loves money, and as you know, and a lot of people on Twitter don't want you to believe it that they wouldn't tra- trade their nine to five to go play golf for thirty right. million. But um, I don't know. Would you rather win the Tour Championship or win the Genesis Riviera? It's a good question. I mean, I think probably the Tour Championship, just because it's going to be pushed down your throat as something that matters for so long. Yeah, it should be the Genesis. Should be the answer, though. Yeah, I was looking at the field strength. It was like that was like the third. St- toughest field like it was the players um that was like the third i forget what the second was the genesis yeah yeah it should be it's a huge win from neiman yeah i mean that's that's everybody plays it now because of tiger and so i mean theoretically we haven't really talked about this new schedule thing yet but theoretically we're going to get 12 of those events next year if they really have 120 guys and that's going to be fucking great yeah and hopefully in 2024 it stays that way and they don't become non-cut events because that'll just be the opposite of great. Do you think they will come become non I think a few of them will become non-cut. I, uh, but I don't know. I hope not. If not, yeah, I, mean, I do just listen to Monahan. Yes, I do think. There'll be no cut. Some of them. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, if they but all Memorial up- Genesis API, I think will remain as is though. So it's basically like introducing WGCs again. Yeah. Um, Which is funny because they got rid of WGCs because uh, a couple of years ago because they knew they didn't work. Yeah, because <laughs> no cut events suck. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Oh, man, I also had another sweat. I had Wallace in the Euro. <laughs> the Euro was much smaller, but I uh, I lost in a playoff. Fucking three-putted from 30 feet. Jesus. To that big... <laughs> Big South African, Thirsty Lawrence. Thirsty Lawrence. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, it was a great week overall. Great way to end the season overall. I mean, we. it was a nice one, too, because we didn't, we never really questioned whether or not we're betting Rory. That was always, like, what we're going to do. Yeah, they, that was the number one bet. You know, that that always works for us. Our number one guy is just, like, yeah. like Zal Torres. We're like, I remember you were like, I only like two guys. So I'm like, it was, like, definitely betting Willie. Yeah. One. Yeah, I couldn't even think the other one. Yeah, usually when we do that, Cam Smith. Right, that's part of a reason why. You know, we all we've talked about, and this is a, a broader theme point. 
talked about how the seven X works for us. Like, I feel like even going to eight X is pretty good too, because it's very rare. The last guy that we had wins, but it does happen. Yeah. No, it happened with me with Tom Kim. I added him late. Yeah. So there's that. Um, I thought the overall, the season was you know, obviously very positive. The fact that we got fucked on so many seconds and tied seconds. And the fact that we still ended up winning, you know, 19,000, all the, whatever units that we were up or whatever, ROI we had 35% on a year that we really wasn't our best. We had the least amount of winners of the three years we've done this. I think we've done it four, but we've only, um, our first year we just tweeted picks to no show, but yeah. four years of it, we've been, you know, six winners was the least amount we've hit and we still won 35%. So just shows how sustainable this is long-term. Yeah. Every single year we're just winning cash. So, um, Anything else? What was your favorite win of the season? Good question. I think um, Cam Smith won just because it was taking down Rory and how everyone was fucking crying. All the these dudes crying on Twitter about it and the fact that the up and down he made on 17, I thought was iconic. Um, and I thought just the fact that Rory cried on the way home <laughs> was pretty good. Uh, what about you? We had some pretty crazy wins. Our wins were high fucking quality. That's a thing. JT as PGA, forget that one. He was nine strokes back. That was fucked. <laughs> that one was one of the best. I mean, that one and Kansas both are just unbelievable. And Tom Kim, he gained 12 and a half strokes, buddy. <laughs> yeah, that's not one of the best fucking wins. <laughs> no, um, this is my best one this year, just because the dollar amount. I've I, I won more money on this tournament than I've ever had in any any tournament. So, um, But the meaning with, with the live bets. But take the money. It doesn't matter which one you win the most on. What's the most best win of the season what one means Man, the most even the neiman one was nice too Neiman was yeah wire to wire we hit homa one of my favorite i remember, I remember watching homa during football um i still think it was the rory one i don't know yeah that was a good win um if it wasn't a 30 man Torres too that playoff was fucking wild <laughs> oh that's why golfing in the best you can't replace this that feeling you get and you get Overtime football, nothing you can do is going to, you know, when you're winning 10, whatever times your money, it's just different. Oh, it's, it's just amazing. It's in, it just gets the, it gets the blood flowing. It's awesome. It does. It does. Um, maybe the Rory one would have been up there for me if I had watched most of it. This is the first real event I didn't watch all fucking season long just because I couldn't. But um, I was embarrassed how much I watched the event <laughs> just because it's such a shitty event. But I don't know. Rory was featured every day. He was featured with Cam both the first two days. And do you think now they them. they don't like everyone was saying when Scotty was pounding ass, they were saying the tour is going to reevaluate how they do this shit because doesn't provide drama. Now does that mean we're stuck with this bullshit system for another uh, another five not. years? I hope not, but probably it needs to but, go to a match play or a thirty-six hole stroke play, and then seed them out top sixteen, go to a match. That's the way to do it. We, we were pretty high on too. Like last week, I remember saying, I re-listened re to the show to see what we kind of said about the whole situation. And I said, my bold take of the week is that none of the first three guys in the leaderboard are going to win. Scheffler, Cantlay, or... Um, yeah, they were all around though. No, they were, but... Tough spot know, to be though. People were lulled into the sense, just because the last two years, the way it's gone with the two guys starting at 10 under winning, people were lulled into the sense of the fact that it might be impossible to do, even though it really isn't. And if you really look at the, you know, there's four strokes, whatever it is, isn't that bad for four no. rounds. Nope. So that leads us into the live news. 
Yeah. Um, we had six guys today. Um, I think everybody knew of all these guys that were coming. Uh, we got Cam Smith, Joaquin Neiman, are the two big ones. Um, and then you have Leishman, uh, HV3, uh, Lahiri, and then our guy, uh, Cam Tringali joined. Um, none of those guys matter besides the first three. Mm-hmm. Leishman matters. I think so. People will say he doesn't, but yeah. And Varner matters. Because everyone loves him. Yeah. And he's, he's black. I'm not going to, we're not going to sugarcoat that. I mean, like that's a, that's a loss for the PGA tour. Yeah, they, only, they only have like four or five black guys on tour and he was one of them. Yeah. And obviously, you know, they've made a big point and um, trying to, you know, expand the game to, you know, different demographics. And I think having a, you know, a guy like that, he has a Jordan endorsement, you know, makes the game seem cool and fun. And I think a lot of people latched onto that. I think he was a good, doing a good job of um, kind of growing the game uh, to different places. So it does, it is a loss. Yeah. He's a, he was a popular player. I know he hadn't, hadn't won much, but he was popular. I'm not saying he's like a top tier player or like, I wouldn't even say a top 50 player, but like he was a popular player amongst fans. And half the people now who are saying they don't care that he left are saying he sucks now. And like, and those are the ones who all loved him forever. Yeah. <laughs> That's what just pisses me off. Like the goalposts change every time. You know, you want to. He does seem like a great guy, though. He does. And all the yeah. players love him. He doesn't make an awesome guy. But the goalposts just change. Every news that dropped, the goalposts change. And that's the thing that pisses me off. You want to say you don't like the format of the events? I agree. 54 holes, I'm not cool with. I don't like the 48 man field. That sucks. Um, you want to say the events are meaningless. You know, you wouldn't live Boston. What's that mean for your legacy? Nothing. You know, PJ Tour, that's different. But don't tell me the players are getting aren't good. Don't tell me these were guys you liked three months ago, but now they suck. They're pieces of shit, uh, and they're they don't matter because they mattered to you before. Now they don't because you can't keep emotion out of your thought process. You, all you do is react to news emotionally, and you that completely takes the logic out of it. And yeah. uh, I just think that's a not a, not a way to live. You could be gonna be objective. Yeah, couldn't agree more. A lot of people are like. Well, they finally got their big get, Cam Smith, number two player in the world. Like, what are you talking about? Like, Bryson, DJ, Brooks, Phil, they're all bigger gets than Cam Smith. I mean, I know Cam Smith's probably a better player than them all at this moment. But Bryson, I'm sure, will be a be- will have a better career, in my we're opinion. All, yeah, well, I mean, I agree. We're all prisoner of the moments here, and not particularly us, but everybody is. Like, they want to say Bryson sucks. Bryson's going to be great again, obviously. Um, DJ still has a couple of really good years, peak level in him. Um, and you get some good players. Yeah. And then, and then you get the Neiman one to me was just monumental just because of, yeah. you get some guys who are, you know, you can say age wise, Bryson's in his prime, Cam Smith, 29 years old in his golf prime, but he's the first guy they've gotten hmm. where, right. He, you can say Wolf, if you want, I don't know. I think Wolf just, doesn't have the mental ability to be a great golfer, but someone who's yet to reach their prime, a young up and comer who's still four years away from their prime. Yeah. I'd put Wolf in that category. I, I agree with you. Neiman's better player, but yeah. But no one cared about the Wolf one. I mean, not, I don't know if they're saying weird. No one cared about the Wolf one. Because he was bad for a year, but I mean, the Neiman one, you can't go away from Mito. People say he's a young up and comer, even though he's like 27, but 
So after the President's Cup, Mito's going to join. And then um, do you think, I guess, Hideki's not joining now? They say that, but maybe he's waiting a year. Maybe he wants to see what the major thing happens. You know, the ranking points goes for a year first. Do you think Scott joins? What the hell? Shocker that he isn't. Why isn't Rose joined? What? Some of these guys that would be so obvious. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm glad they don't. I'm glad they didn't. I want. Let me be clear here. I don't want guys to go, but when they do go, I'm going to react objectively and saying if I think it matters or not. I'm not going to say these guys matter. Then the second they go, say never mind. No, they don't. We're just kidding. I was excited when uh, Hideki said he was going to play the PGA in 2023. Me too. I think it's great. I wish Neiman's going to be a big loss. I mean, I, he was one of my favorite players, and uh, yeah. He's the fucking man, the young up and comer. I love everything about his game. It just, I don't know, it just sucks. I mean, if, top if, twenty guys are good now. It's a good field. I'm uh, t- well, good top part of the field. I mean, definitely drops off after the top twenty twenty five. Yeah, but even the mid tier isn't bad. Like with you get the Westies and the Howells and the yeah, it's just but that that mid tier that's like twenty to twenty five. <laughs> then you yeah. have people you just like, who are these guys? Yeah, some of them, but then you get guys like Piot. I'd rather watch Piot play than fucking some scrub who's, you know, getting another chance at 38 to make the PJ Tour coming off Corn Ferry. Yeah, it's true. They kicked Pete Puig out. They should have left him. No, they didn't kick him out anyways. He's going back to college. But good. He wasn't making dick off this anyway. The only, the only no, he's pay- playing for free. Yeah, they all, came all, the people, all the people on Twitter were like, oh, they kicked him out. I don't think they kicked any of these guys out. They didn't have they didn't have signed contracts. They were playing tournament to tournament. Yeah. People can't grasp the concept that everyone's contract might be different. Yeah. It's so retarded. Like, like uh, he, he got his money up front. No, he got his money. Well, yeah, they could have signed a different contract with every single player. Trust me. <laughs> DJ's winnings ain't coming out of his guarantees. No, no way. You think he's that dumb? I think he's oh, he might be that dumb, but his agent ain't. <laughs> no, no. But yeah, event looks good. Field looks good. Um, I don't know at, that much about the course, but I did a little dig, and there's not much. Uh, there's not much uh, out there, but um, it's a par seventy. I think it's pretty short, sixty nine hundred yards. There's uh, three par fives, five par threes, um, but there's a couple of long par fours. Um, like the first hole is five hundred twenty four yards. I converted that into a par four. Uh, the fourteenth hole is five hundred thirty three yards. All the power fives are like 540 to 560, so pretty short. Um, but then some of the power fours are short, like this one 352, one 341, one 400. Um, the power five, but the power threes, um, three of them are below 180 yards, so those probably easier, a couple over 200. Um, so we got a short power 70 with three power fives. Not the live events haven't really been bird fest. Well, everyone expects them to be easy each time and every time they just aren't. So I think the course setup is going to be fairly tough. Yeah. It's definitely tree line. I saw a couple of videos. I know it's Fazio design, but they also, I, I did dig into it. The trip Davis redesigned it in 2020. Uh, I didn't get much info on the redesign, but. Um, I don't I think know. It'll be typical Northeast tree line. I'd imagine it's bent. Yep. But yeah. Looking at it, it kind of looked a lot like TPC Boston. Yeah, I mean, all these courses are kind of a similar look and feel to them around here, even the country club. Yeah. But, yeah, it had a lot of that. I think it, 
from just from looking at the overview of that uh it was like a two minute youtube video it had like that fescue type stuff at the country club mm -hmm. a little bit of it like the bunkers were like that northeast tried they try to make them rugged especially right. like the fairway bunkers so yeah typical northeast shit yeah. all right so we get some odds but um you know we don't know they haven't really been on any of these american sites yet right so i'm using what i found on bet 365 um i'm not sure we're getting these but you got Cam Smith at uh, plus 600 and DJ at plus 600. And then Neiman at nine to one. Wow. Are you surprised Neiman's nine to one? Uh, yeah. I'm actually surprised these two are six to one. Yeah. I figured, I mean, they'd, be, I figured they'd be eight and Neiman would be 12. Yeah. I'm too. actually more surprised that Gooch is the next golfer. Is he? To one. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> so, um, anything on those three? Hard to envision DJ not being involved, just Northeast, and he's been top five all three live events. Played well, well at the Open. Um, already said he played plays well in the Northeast, won TPC Boston. Uh, it's hard seeing him not being there. Obviously, we're not going to bet him because he's six to one. Um, and then Weasel, I think Weasel's hurt. You could see it. I w watched a lot of them Thursday, Friday, and he could, he was definitely favoring that hip. No, I think I'm surprised Weasel's actually six or seven to one, but um, I agree. Not can't bet those guys, but I do think DJ will be there. I agree, but I think one bet you could look at was it would be a DJ over Weasel tournament matchup. I like that. Yeah. I mean, if there's similar odds, even if he's minus one thirty, minus one forty, I just think it's fucking pretty much free cash. Yeah, I, I really think Weasel's hurt, and I don't know. I don't know if you, I'd imagine you have to hit fairways. I feel like that's how it's always been on these three live events. You had yeah. to hit fairways, and he wasn't hitting fairways last week. I'll tell you that. No, 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 he wasn't. Um, um, Neiman's playing good golf, though. Last three events, the three uh, playoff events, he's played really well. He is. He's definitely playing well. I don't know. Could you see him win, coming in here and winning? Yeah, I can see him winning. I, uh, I'm not going to bet him at nine to one, but no, I yeah. think there's zero. I mean, I think there's more value on DJ at six to one than you at nine to one. Yeah, it's hard to envision DJ not being in the mix. Yeah, he'll be in the mix. Um, He's going to win one of these eventually. None. So Gooch, no interest. Um, is there another range coming up? Yeah, those are the four guys under twenty. Okay. Yeah. No, I don't think you can bet this thing under twenty. Okay. Perfect. I agree with you. Isn't it bizarre though that Gooch is sixteen? It is very bizarre. Very bizarre. <laughs> Why is he? I don't know. He had three. I saw he had three top tens so far in these events. I don't mm -hmm. know. <laughs> um, okay. You get a bunch of guys at 20. You got Reed 20, Bryson 20, Casey 20, Louie 20. I think you got to bet Bryson at 20, right? Yeah, I think we have to. We bet him at 12. I think we just have to bet it. He's one in the Northeast. Uh, he's I know great. he sucked ass, but. He did, but I mean, I. 20 to one is a great number. Yeah. Right. I wasn't expecting a 20. Me neither. Some, I think I was busy saying someone texted me and said, Bryson 20, if we get that, you got to hammer it. Right. And I was like, we ain't getting 20. He's like, no, no, I just came out of this 20. I'm just saying if we get it personally. <laughs> and I was like, oh, well then. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, couple Fazio designs. I mean, we've got Wells Fargo, Shadow Creek, uh, Bryson ninth and fourth. The last two times he's played uh, Quail Hollow. And those um, three par fives, you could probably overpower. Definitely. And those sure. short par fours that I talked about, I mean, he, he can reach two of them. 
Yep, he can. Let's see what is. Did he have any? How were his stats when he played? Terrible. He was not good. Okay. Yeah, but I do think that. And then it's on another... YouTube a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, there's another guy I think is. Um, you know, both of us talked about this before. We both love Paul Casey, right? Yep. He's the one guy I'm definitely betting. Well, I'm definitely betting Bryson too. Yeah, Bryson and Casey. Casey at 20. I think it's a good number, too. He's been playing really good. Played very well. What did he finish, seventh or eighth last time? Uh, I think fifth or sixth. Um, Wells Fargo connection. I mean, fourth and 19, fifth and 18, 12th and uh, 17. I think he was involved in the PGA Championship for a little bit, too. Um, but his approach numbers at Wells Fargo, incredible. Over four each, each time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I know it's not the same really area, but it's Fazio design. I, I, and then he played also played well at the other Fazio design shadow Creek. Um, she fourth, I think. And then the Olympics, um, the Olympics, he was in the playoff. There was like a eight, eight or nine man playoff. He was in it. He was in, in the playoff. He didn't win. Um, so I don't know. I, I just feel like Casey's a good bet. He's played well at TPC Boston. Like he has four or five top tens at TPC Boston. So I love, yeah, I love Paul. And he fits with it. Look at the other winners, you know, kind of guys in their forties who have uh, three rounds. I mean, that probably helps them out more than some other guys who three rounds might be easier on their bodies, especially a guy who's had some health issues. Right. So you have Stenson winning grace winning and Charles winning. I mean, Casey's right up that. He's like the better version of all those guys. Right. I mean, Stenson better career, but at this moment he's the better version. Yeah. Um, and then the other guys are Reed and Louie. I could see Reed. He's got Northeast success, but I mean, I'm just sick of betting Reed. So I'm just going to pass. He wins. Oh, well, me too. Louie. I mean, he's kind of in that category too. Yeah. Yeah. He's been solid, but I mean, yeah, we're I like just gonna, the other two guys better bet the other two. So yeah, you can make a decent card here. Um, betting two guys here at 20. Yeah, you can below you start there. Um, next range, we have, uh, Brooks 22, answer 22, Sergio 22, uh, Wolf 28 and Grace 28. I like Sergio. I think it's a good course for Sergio. I think he's had a lot of Northeast success too. I know he's played TPC Boston well in the past. Um, and I think he played much better the last time out. What did Sergio do at the open? He was good. He, and I know at the last live event in New Jersey, he was right behind Casey. I think, yeah, Casey was sixth, Sergio was seventh, Reed was fifth. So, um, he was good at the open. Yeah, I, made, I, I played him in DFS. I know he made the cut. And he, he finished what? Uh, he finished 68th. Okay, so he sucked on the weekend. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, I like Sergio. I, I, he's got TPC Boston success. He's won. One at TPC Boston, um, and he's played really well at Quail. One thing is his driving distance was really low the last couple of times in, that he's played live, which is odd because um, he's usually one of the highest. I don't know if he's clubbing down a lot or what was going on, but his driving distance overall is low. It's like 30 in the field at, at Bedminster. Oh, yeah. Hmm. The one before that, I noticed the same thing. Weird. Does he still have some good golf in him or no? He played in the Olympics too. 
It's another Fazio. He was just outside the uh, playoff. No, that's not him. That was a different guy. Never mind. Um, I think he can win. You like him better than uh, Brooks' answer? Reed? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. You like that enough for Sergio in this event? No, it's not the best, but I mean, I, going into it, I kind of thought that's what he was going to be, but then look at the rest of the odds. It does seem like, you know, you just asked if Reed at 20 is or Sergio at 22. Reed is probably the better bet, I'm sure. That's what I was thinking, but I don't really want to bet Reed. Me neither. I can kind of picture Sergio winning more, but um, yeah, it isn't the best number. I, I wouldn't call him guaranteed bet, but the first two, like the first two are. Okay. Um, nothing on Brooks. Nah, fuck him. Okay. He may eventually right. turn it around at some point, but I just how how can you predict that he's going to? Yeah, I agree with that. Um I do think he will turn it around. I just don't can't couldn't tell you when. Um I like Wolf. How did he play last time? Finished second. And he finished what do you do in Portland? He can overpower this like Bryson. Portland, he finished eighth. Let's see. He led the field in putts and putting last last time. Did he? Oh, he shot a 64 on the Sunday. He was <laughs> wasn't fantastic. He shot seven under on the final round. He was drilling putts. I mean, he tied for 27th for fairways, tied for 10th in greens and reg, tied for first in putting, tied for 21st in total birdies. Second in driving distance. Who was first in driving distance? Bryson, yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I like Wolf. I think, uh, I don't know. Well, who knows where his head is at? So that's always a question. Um, but I kind of like Wolf at 28. Yep. Yeah, it makes sense. It does make sense. Probably better, um, better bet than um, Sergio, I'm sure. That's what I was thinking. Um, did he play Shadow Creek? 73rd at Shadow Creek. Not good. Shot an 80 in round one. <laughs> Shadow Creek's the other uh, Fazio design for those listening. That the Taurus played recently. 25th at Wells in 20 this year. Nope. So that wasn't even Quail Hollow. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, he makes sense. And he's put cheaper than yep. the other guy would be. Next range, you got uh, Chuck Ortiz, who... He's played two live events and has finished second and fourth. Um, also played well at the Olympic event, uh, which is Fazio. Um, and then you got, he's at 33, HV3, 35, Big Titty Mark at 35, uh, defending live champ Henrik Stenson, 35. Any of those guys interest you? Pretty good range of guys who are capable of winning. Ortiz, I mean, he's been playing great since he moved over. Yeah. Wasn't there an injury thing? There was when he, but right before he left, and it seemed like he was hurt for what he hadn't done shit in a couple months on the PGA Tour, and he said that he was hurt. Then his first two live events, he's been great. So maybe he just was playing too much golf or needed the rest or something. I think these guys could be excited that Neiman's joining their team. Given Sergio an answer, yeah, it's a fucking think. good team. Very good. The fireball. Oh, it's a great. It's a very good team. I do think they could be excited. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, Uncle Sergio. Think about Sergio here. Does, <laughs> does, does he care about winning this like 
individual event. I feel like he's just like, fuck it. I've won enough of my career. I just want to collect the paychecks, do the fucking team thing. Like, I think he's probably into the team thing. I do too. That's what I feel like. I feel like he's really into the team thing. And I feel like he's like, doesn't even want the pressure of winning anymore. Yeah. He just, I think it just, I think it's weird on them for so long. Yeah. I kind of like, I kind of agree with you there. Hmm. Um, I could see Mark winning. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it depends. I mean, if sitting fairway is going to be, it's always tough with Mark because you don't want to put him on a course where he needs to hit fairways. And I feel like that's when he struggles. Yeah. Wouldn't that, wouldn't this be like a Varner type thing to win? Come on, win. It would be. He won the Saudi international already. Man, Marcus stats are just bad. Remember he was leading the BMW for a while. Yeah, no, I don't mind Mark, but I don't think I would bet him. Okay. No interest in Varner. I wouldn't say that. I, for whatever reason, he's done better in these events that aren't PJ Tour events. But he was bad at. The, he was playing like Dick. But so was Ortiz. All these guys were playing like Dick, and then they play well. It's weird. I, I have a tough time with these fields, man. I don't know what we're looking for. Like the guys who are winning, just haven't done shit prior to their win. I think Charles playing all right. Grace was kind of sucking. Stenson had missed a bunch of cuts. I saw some positive things in him. In him, um, I played him at the Open. He's missed it by a shot like he was gained on approach i think in three or four straight events so i don't think he was playing as bad people want to pretend he was you know yeah but. and then bryson started up he played well at the open then he gets to bedminster and just completely sucked ass the only one that's been consistent is dj and reed and i guess ortiz now yep has gooch hmm. been pretty good and gooch yeah yeah um that leads me to the next guy Kokrak at 40 any interest there? I can see him winning. But he wasn't playing all that well. But, I mean, he he's asked the question. He finished. What did he finish? 29th. Hmm. New Jersey. And with these guys not playing well in the PJ Tour, like, was he not playing well because he had all this pressure about leaving and haven't, you know, and didn't come up with it yet? Right. He won Shadow Creek, um, which is a Fazio. Uh, yeah, he wasn't playing great. Um, it, it makes you think of like, you know, these guys are in the closet about the live stuff. Like, and I, you know, I love, I love uh, gay people, but say if you're a gay person, you're in the closet for a long time, you know, that first, and then you come out and you feel great. Well, that first time you're fucking, you're probably going to some dude, some of the best fucking in your life <laughs> because you just feel free. I didn't know we were going to go there today, but don't you <laughs> yeah, think so? sure. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not gay. I don't know. I mean, that's <laughs> just what I would, just what I would imagine. I think it's a, it's a beautiful thing, but you know. Okay. Um, so Kokrak 40, <laughs> three sticks, 40 Horsefield 45, Kevin, Na 50 Westy 55 Poulter 60 and Charles 60. Any interest in those guys? Kevin, Na 50. Remember we bet him in the first one, like 14. Yeah. He's just been playing like shit. Yep. But he's playing great before he left. Again, there's no rhyme or reason for most of the shit. That's why these events are hard to bet. And like, if they played every week, we'd start to get a rhythm and a feel. But then by the time we understand kind of what's going on, then three weeks, four weeks go by. And then they're playing in Chicago uh, in two weeks. So that's good. But I mean, now it's like, I feel like it's reset. These things just reset every week. Yeah. Westy? Yeah, it was first in fairways hit in greens and rag or whatever. We're going to get a good feel here because... Um... They're playing this week, and then 20 of them are going over to the Wentworth to play. 
And then they're playing again. And then they're playing again. That's pretty good. Um, Westy, I mean, yeah, if it's short enough where he doesn't have to keep up with these bigger guys, and if he's PGA National, didn't you say Fazio? Yeah. Next range, Matt Jones, 66, Tringali, 75, Ortaghi, 75, Weisberger, 80, your boy Lahiri, 80, your boy Marty Kyman, 90, Scotty Vincent, 110, the Swafficer, 140, Phil, 150. Jeez, Phil, man, <laughs> Phil. I'm reading the Phil book right now. Good stuff. I just got to the gambling piece. That was it good? Yeah. I, I want to read it. Um I don't know. Are these guys 50, 60, 70, 80, 90 live to win? I think so. It seems like it's been more like the seasoned guys, like not the Scott Vincent's of the world. Like these guys who just been on tour for forever and playing golf forever. And like, you know, I would be more likely to take Marty Keimer than, you know, he's finished top 20 in all three of his starts. So what about a guy like Tringali? Yeah, I think Tringali's fine. I think 75 is a pretty good number, honestly. Doesn't he have just the same amount of chance to win as Varner? Yeah, he's basically the same guy. Um, nothing on Lahiri? No. You're the Lahiri guy. Okay. Yeah, not Boston. There's going to be some events, I think, that fit his eye. I stopped at Phil, so I don't really have any other guys. Okay, yeah. When they, I think when they go to um, they go to Jedediah, uh, one of those places, and I, I think he's going to be a good fit in some of these spots because he's really just fucking dominated in some of these type of similar courses. TPC Th- Kuala. Thailand. Yeah, TPC Kuala Lumpur. Like he's won there. Yeah, won nine uh, Asian events. So I do think he's going to play pretty well in there. And there's definitely going to be some places, some spots to bet him at, but I don't think this is one of them. Yeah. All right, so we're definitely betting Bryson at, if we get a 20. I'm, I'm betting if I get an 18. Mm-hmm. Um, Casey's on the card no matter what. Those are the two guys. Yeah. And then we're choosing between uh, Sergio Wolf, well, at least Wolf for me. Um, any any guy you want to take a shot at down here? Varner? You mean Tringali? Tringali, yeah. I'd rather him than Varner. I mean, yeah, I think it's a decent. I I don't mind taking a shot at, on Keimer at ninety. Doesn't he? Isn't he just one of these other guys? Yeah, he's basically a shitty, shittier. Well, he's in he's in a longer rut than what Stenson was in before Stenson won. But he's been playing pretty decent on these last few. Like I don't know. I, I think... also saw that he was he's able to play in all these majors until like twenty twenty five. I don't know how that's possible. Probably doesn't even want him. <laughs> Like how is how is Hammer hasn't won a major since 2014? You probably get a you probably get a 10-year for US for uh US Open or players. Yeah, crazy. What about US Open? Yeah. I guess. I don't know. Um, I could bet Keimer, sure. Yeah, I'd bet him at 90. I don't know. Just bet a bunch of fucking 45-year-olds. Casey Keimer. Phil just has no shot. No, I guess not. No, I think his soul has left his body. Yeah, I think I'm going to bet Wolf. Okay. I don't really have any other interest in... uh could see Wolf. Wolf. Man, we never bet Tringali. We're just going to bet him at the first live of it. <laughs> Cause, yeah, because, you know, the narrative will be like, oh, yeah, the losers who can't win on the PGA Tour go to live and win. 
I'd rather bet Keimer though. I don't know. I'm not. I mean, I'm def- not definitely betting Tringali. Yeah. I don't even want to root for him. Yeah, that's true. Westwood. I'd probably rather bet Westwood. Yeah. But he's been playing. I mean, he was hitting fairways last. What did he finish? Westy. He finished uh, ninth. Yeah. Pretty good. I mean, look at the guys in the top. Stenson, Wolf, DJ, Ortiz, Reed, Casey, Sergio, Pettit, Westwood. Those guys are playing good. Keimer was then Gooch, Kepka, Keimer. Yeah. All these events, DJ, Reed, Ortiz, they're, they're all there in Gooch. Yep. So yeah, that's all I really got on this event, I guess. Well, I mean, I'm sure we'll put out a card if we actually get these numbers to bet, right? Yep. What else we got? Anything? A couple questions. Um, someone asked for the top players under 26 early. Um, we kind of brainstormed before we came on. Do you want to just give them, I guess? Yeah. I'd probably say uh, Neiman, Sanjay, obviously. Um, obviously, Morikawa and Hovlin. Cam Young, I'd say the top five. Yeah, those are the top five. I mean, you want to say Tom Kim might be in there. You want to say... I won't put Tom Kim in there yet. No, it hasn't done enough. And then... You know, then you guys got like Tigala, who's kind of on the outskirts of that. You know, he's not in that level yet, though. Um, Wolf's been up and down. And Wolf's been too up and down. No one else, really. Now Zalatoris is over 26, right? He's, yeah, he's over 26. And then Scotty's like younger than all of them, isn't he? <laughs> 27, yeah. Um, <laughs> but some guys, and then, you know, early major predictions. I don't want to go by each one because we have a huge show for major predictions but i just think guys who like seem like they're due to win a major i would say rom when wins one next year and probably can't lay i think even though he's been pretty bad in majors it just seems like his time's gonna come over xander fox xander yeah 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 i'd take can't lay over xander yep well i have a couple massive bets on dj and bryson to win a couple majors so i'm gonna say those two guys <laughs> dj and Bryson. wouldn't that be something are they gonna be able to play you think Yes, I do. Well, I know they. I mean, if they. Yeah, I don't. I don't see the majors at this point. Why would the Why do the majors need to step in at this point? And why do they want to hold out the Open champion? It brings uh, more drama to their event. And there's so many of them now. Like at the at first, it was like, all right, leave out Bryson, DJ, and Brooks, like whatever, and cause a little scene. But now there's too many of them. Yeah, too many good young players. Like you can't leave them all out. The majors are going to be diluted. Right. Yeah. Um, who else do I think is going to win majors on the tour? Um, do I see a breakout star? I don't know. I want to say Hovland, but I, I just don't trust him. I do think he's going to have a good year though next year. He will. I don't know if he's going to win a major. I think he's a good bet too. I think I think Rom's going to have a really great year. I agree with you there. Should I'm just going to bet him early and off, and hopefully we the numbers never drift that much. But what about Zalatoris? I mean, he's Mister Major. We heard about the injuries with him. Mm, forgot about that. Two herniated discs. Yeah, you got to be. So I'm not going to say that. You know, yeah, I, good point. So, but hopefully these guys like Neiman and stuff can still get in when you know they start losing world ranking points. Yeah. His win will carry him along, uh, at least through next year, I think. Yeah. Yeah, we interesting. Uh, short little off season, though. We got this event next, and then next week we have the Wentworth. I don't know if we're gonna do a show. We'll definitely have a card. Yeah. Um, and then you got the President's Cup. Should people and, 
No, we get the Fortnite first. Fortnite and then President's Cup. Should people hammer the Americans? I already did. I mean, I thought the international team was great, but they they just lost two of their best three players. I thought they were going to lose the top three. Who's the third, Hideki? I'd say Cam Smith, Hideki, Neiman are the top, their top three guys. So right now it's going to be Hideki, Scott. Sanjay. Hideki, Scott, Sanjay. Yeah, it's not good enough. Tom Kim. They could be scrappy, maybe. They'll be scrappy, but dude, they it just Mito. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Mito's like a top eighty player right now. Like, the, the way he's been playing since the PGA, it's just gonna fall off to. Uh, you're gonna have guys like EVR playing, fucking KH Lee. O'Connor's is a decent player, but then you gotta you get a pick between like Mackenzie Hughes, Pendrith maybe. They sh- they better take Pendrith. Even Mark is a loss for them. Yeah, because he's a grinder. And he plays with with Weasel. They're they're their buddies. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, I mean Munoz would probably be playing. They'll be scrappy. I just don't think they. They better take Pendrith. If they don't take Pendrith, they're just clueless. Yeah, I think they will. But yeah, on a, on a Bombers American course, you that, that guy's a no brainer. Either way, they're not going to win. But yeah, I agree. But it's tough pounding them. I think they're up to like minus 500. I bet them before they jump there, just because I... I had a sprinkle like a month ago, so nothing yeah. big. But So, yeah, I don't know. Um, they want, actually, I actually wanted me to write something about pounding in the U.S., like minus 500. It's like, I don't really want to fucking... It's, it's not really, value. <laughs> it's really like a no reward, huge risk. Yeah, it's a dumb bet. Yeah, even though it's not a, <laughs> even though it's not a risk. Yeah. It's probably free money, but... I, they've won once, and I can't see them in America with no good America. players. Yeah, <laughs> with all the good players gone. Yeah, not a good recipe. Um, but yeah, that's all we got. We'll be back. We'll be here and there. I mean, the, the way this season is structured, there really isn't too much downtime. So we'll miss a couple weeks here and there, but for the most part, we'll be putting out shows. Yeah, we'll mix in some shows. Tough with football. Football's king. Yeah, we'll mix in some shows. Just a full season preview, and then you know, see what see where we go from there. We'll have a Fortnite show definitely. Yep. Maybe go live here and matches with the President's Cup if we think there's anything. If it... Fortnite will be good. We have Live uh, Chicago too. Yep. Same week. Yep. So we'll be around. Not much downtown. All right. Let's have a good week. Just tap it in. Just tap it in. Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap, tap a room.